Thank you for joining us for episode 30 of Focus on the Bible. This episode is about the importance of thanksgiving. Our ministry publishes a letter each month of the year to our friends and supporters. Four of those letters are our popular quarterly newsletters, and the other eight are a more personal prayer letter that go out to our supporters that tell about how our family is doing, how we're growing, what we're learning, and generally how we're coping with being in the ministry and all that encompasses. Tonight, I'll begin to write the Thanksgiving edition of that prayer letter for this month of November. It's my favorite one to write of the whole year. It's so much fun. Each year at this time, my family expresses each one the favorite things that they're most thankful for at this point in life. Besides from being a very fun letter to write, it's fun because in this one we are actually giving thanks, which is a spiritual activity. Did you know that giving thanks is a spiritual command from the Bible? It's also the best thing in the world to help us have an attitude adjustment when one is needed. There's nothing like giving thanks. Let's talk about this. 1 Thessalonians in chapter 5 verse 18 has a great verse about giving thanks. I'll read that in just a moment. But let me tell you, wherever I go and wherever I speak, people always seem to want to know what is God's will for my life? And that's a great question to ask. I always enjoy talking about the answer to that question from a biblical perspective. Did you know in the Bible, six times God says clearly to us what His will is for our lives? It seems that most of the time when people ask that question, what they mean is, where am I supposed to live? Who am I supposed to marry? What's my college major? And questions like that. And while we might consider those things are God's will, God keeps the picture big in the Bible. And these six times in the Bible that he tells us what his will is for us are things that we should pay attention to. And if we do, then we could expect that God will fill in the blanks and the names and places that would be his more specific will for our lives. Let's look together. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. Watch how simple and clear. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. This is God's will for our lives. As saved people, God wants us to be thankful all the time and in everything. He states it as his very will. Remember, only five other times in the whole New Testament does God speak so clearly about his will for us. So we should pay attention. The second thing that jumps about verse 18 is the fact that he says, In everything, give thanks. He doesn't say give thanks for everything because... Frankly, it might be hard to give thanks for something like the coronavirus. It might be hard to thank God for a flat tire or a car wreck. But in all of life's developments, 
we should give thanks to the Lord. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Because we're subject to the Lord and because He ultimately is in control and because He has promised us, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Whatever it is that we're going through, good times and bad, thanksgiving is the right way to handle it. If God is in the picture, thanksgiving comes easily. So our thanksgiving is towards God and it's in everything. And the final thing that jumps about verse 18 is those final two words. He says, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Isn't it an awesome thing to know that God has a will that's in Christ Jesus that concerns me? Isn't it an awesome thing just to know that the God who sits at the control panel of the whole universe, his thoughts concern you and me? It's awesome. And so thanksgiving for us, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, is God's will. It should be given in everything. And that God is concerned about each one of us and what we're going through. Philippians is a book written also by the Apostle Paul. If you could turn back in your Bible if you are following along. Philippians 4.19, Paul makes a promise that God will supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Isn't that great? Well, at this time of the year, we could make a list of things that are challenges or that are failures, things that are hard. Who wants to make that list? Aren't we always conscious about things that are hard? But what we need to inform our consciousness of is the fact that God is with us all the time. And that God has, in fact, given us not always all the things we want, but he's given us all the things we need. And because God is concerned about his children, God doesn't keep back from them things that he knows that they need. Paul's own attitude as he writes the book of Philippians is awesome, but I want to consider briefly his situation as he writes this book where he gives thanks to God for so many things. His situation is he's in prison. He's been put in prison simply for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in prison, he writes these letters that we call the prison epistles. Philippians is one of them. He gets to verse 3 of chapter 1 in his very opening of this great book, Philippians. And he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. So there is Paul in his prison cell being mistreated simply for obeying the Lord and preaching the gospel. But rather than remind himself of how bad it is or how unfair things are, what a crummy world we live in, Paul is reminding himself of all the things he has to be thankful for. And at the top of the list here, regarding people, he's thankful to God every time he remembers those brothers and sisters who live in Philippi. 
I'd like to take a moment and thank you, friend, simply for being a listener of this show. I'm so thankful for our support family who give their prayers, encouragement, and financial support for our family, for our ministry, and all the things that we're involved in. Thank you for your concerns in the Lord about us. I couldn't focus on the Bible in this matter of giving thanks without saying those things to you who mean so much to me. And as Paul thanked those Philippians for being involved with him, I thank you for being involved with us. I'm told that in the American military, that for every soldier we stand on the front lines, there are 19 other soldiers who are in support positions who may not be directly in the line of fire, directly involved in a battle with the enemy, but because they are 19 standing strong in support positions, an American soldier can advance to do a good thing in the world. I feel like one of those soldiers so often as I stand and engage a crowd wherever I am in many places and the audience changes all the time, I think often about those who are supporting me, who are standing faithfully doing what they do so that I could stand and engage and give a message so that people who are unsaved could be saved through the gospel and so that every believer could have a feeding of good spiritual truth so they can grow strong in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you do as you stand along with me. Finally, as we focus on the Bible's message of thanksgiving, I want to reflect right now on the thing we have that we should be more thankful for than anything else in the whole wide world, and that's the eternal salvation that's been offered to us by Jesus Christ. The good news is that Though we deserve something much worse than what we have. We deserve hell. We deserve separation from God forever. We don't deserve God to even speak our name, nor do we deserve to ever speak His. But look what has happened because of the awesome grace of God that's come to us. God Himself took on flesh to come to a rescue on our behalf. He was concerned about us. Jesus Christ went through the darkness of a birth canal, received a body of flesh, a body that was full of nerve endings, a body that he would have to feed because it would grow hungry, a body that would need to be watered because he would thirst, a body that was just full of nerve endings that would hurt him, especially the pounding of the nails. But God, through his great concern and love for us, was perfectly willing to die on that cross. There he took our sin, our hell, our punishment, and paid for it all with a death penalty. Bearing our sin in his own body, Jesus Christ paid our death penalty on that cross. Six horrid, awful hours of dying on that old splintery wooden cross. And as his blood came down his face, as it ran down his arms and dripped off his elbows, as it ran down his legs and pooled on the ground below, 
Jesus Christ was showing us what to be thankful for, that there is a God who loves us despite our sin, and that there is a God who is completely able to pay that price for us. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The one who bore our sin, all of it, on the cross, three days later walked out of the grave alive and our sin had been put away. Our sin has been paid, the barrier has been removed between us and God. Now the great invitation goes out to all men everywhere to change their mind about whatever keeps them from trusting Jesus Christ that they can have the gift of God absolutely for free because Jesus paid it all. Friend, if you've never received that gift from God, let Christmas come a little early this year. You could have that gift this very moment, if never before, by believing in Jesus Christ. Freddie, it sounds too simple. Well, friend, we're not in charge of what's simple or what's difficult, what's hard or what's easy. I can just tell you what the Bible says, that God so loved you that He came into your world, that He was concerned for you, that He took your sin and bore it in His own body, that He paid that sin when He died on that old cross just for you. If you'd been the only one in the world, Jesus would have paid your price still just the same. And I can tell you that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, this shocking thing on your behalf that you could know today that you're justified from all your sins. It's been paid, friend, and the gate of heaven stands wide open that you could receive this great gift of salvation forever and completely for free. It's by faith alone, in Christ alone. It'll be yours the moment you believe in Jesus. And thanksgiving would be the greatest thanksgiving ever when you thank God for a great salvation given by a Savior like that. Amen. This episode of Focus on the Bible is brought to you by Focus Evangelistic Ministries. You can write to us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. If you'd like more information or to make an online donation, you can also do that at www.freddycoil.org. Again, that's www.freddycoil.org. We also hope you'll keep up with us on Instagram at focus underscore pod and that you'll join us again next time to Focus on the Bible.